gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of in between gods with andy liston i am your host andy liston we are joined by our producer today mr ian stevenson ian how are you good how are you bud i'm amazing and i'm so amazing in fact that i'm going to start off the show with an ad today we are possibly sponsored by rooster puffs a, a small local smoke shop in tallahassee that has all the right things if you're a smoker I personally, if you listen to the show, you know I'm not a smoker at all. I've never touched the stuff. I'm not a big fan of it. But they do have nice snacks. And I know and Ian's brother's the manager over there. And they have a lot of great snacks. And they have drinks in the fridge. Um, as well as every assortment of vape, vaporizer, volcano, water pipe, glass bong. That's another thing with smoke shops. It's like you don't have to call them water pipes anymore. When you used to go in a smoke shop... And you go with your, your friends who would smoke because they're fucking uh, burnout losers. You would just, like, go in and they'd be like, can I get a bong? And, and you guys are all 17 and, and you're you're like, what? And then the manager's like, you got to get out. You said bong. What even is that? That's the fuck is like, – I can't – can I say the N-word in your smoke shop? But I can't say bong? That's just my train of thought. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, Rooster Puffs, Tallahassee, Gaines Street location, Tennessee Street location. There's two of them. That means that they brought in enough revenue to expand. And if they can do that, they can expand to sponsor my podcast. So, yes, we will be calling them after the show and seeing if they will give us money for this ad that they did not ask for. Thank you very much. Back to the show. Uh, I did like a little... I did rewind. A, like a like a transition. We're not too fancy with the editing and stuff. I have to get a new computer before we can add Premiere Pro. So for right now, all the transitions, all the you hear, that's just going to be me Winslowing it, Michael Winslowing it. Uh, today we have a very fun episode for everybody here at In Between Gods. We are a lot of people like to shit on the structure of the show and say there's no structure, there's no segments, N- no one listens to this, it's not good whatever we're going to give you what you want we're doing segments but we're going to do a segment for the whole show today and the segment today is um entitled thoughts and prayers this will be the first in our series of thoughts and prayers where i ask a question and people give me answers and i uh think about them out loud ian what is the question on the docket for today so the first talk we're going to be talking about is social media controlled lives. Well, what, what's the question, first of all? See, oh, we're, made, we're first question. hiring your most adept <laughs> people. First time, first time. Um, what's the biggest issue in the world right now? The biggest I- Okay, so that's a pretty fucking loaded question. Yeah. So the biggest issue in the world right now, that's what we're covering today. You guys want topics and themes instead of me just talking about how we're all going to burn up in 20 years? Here we go. 
what's the first the first thing on the item? What's the biggest issue in the world right now to uh, random topic number one? Oh, so this is what okay. Social media control lives. Social How media. social media control their lives. Okay. I saw a lecture the other day by a professor named Jonathan Haidt, and it was on YouTube, and uh, I feel cool for watching it because now I can tell people about it and act like I'm fucking educated. So this is that. Um, it was called The Coddling of the American Mind, and it basically talked about how the advent of uh, social media in the early, mid-2000s coincided with whatever group of teens, tweens, and millennials in between, gods, uh, decided to, you know, take upon social media, and that raised depression rates, suicide rates, in like, kids like 8 to 13, like, 8-year-olds were killing us, and they probably still are, and the internal documents of Facebook that just got released said they knew how bad Instagram was and how depressing it was for teens, but they still haven't really done anything about it, because, um, well-known fact, Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard, and they are cold-blooded, and they don't have emotions. Social media-controlled lives goes far beyond the scope of, like, you're on your phone all day, right? Because maybe in your bed you're on your phone all day, but maybe you're exploring vast galaxies and different worlds, all that fun stuff, all these all these Reddit threads where you can just watch people beat the fuck out of each other, those dark things. They, Yeah. This fucking, don't you have a great time on the internet every day? If you're addicted to your phone, tell me you don't have a wonderful time on the internet. Like, I learned something today. Did you know that hippos will, the they mate for life and they'll fucking, they'll drag you underwater. They're one of the deadliest creatures on the earth. And then you watch a guy get, like, eaten by a hippo that's been his best friend since he was six. So, far beyond the scope of just people being like, oh, social media is my life. I have to take these pictures. You want to go to fucking New York for a weekend and post pictures for six months? Good. No one cares. And we all know, by the way, we know that pictures from six months ago because we saw you last week and you're not eating. You need to. I'm joking. Again, this is not a this is not a like a fat phobic or a body shaming show. But as a person who has been both fat and skinny through adolescence and adulthood, I can I think I have relative ground to stand on. If anyone wants to talk to me about the size of my tits, go on ahead. OK, this is not a safe space for people that like their bodies. If you like your body, you're coming, you're here to die. Um, so yeah, you have all this comparative stuff and the, the lecture went into like women have more, you know, and young teens have more emphasis on group settings and social hangouts. And they, you know, uh, have more FOMO or fear of being left out. And that's how bullying is done today. It's online. When Tyler, the creator had the best tweet of all time, he was like, bro, just turn your fucking computer off. And you just laugh. It's a it's a great way to go about it, but it's also not how you can go about it, right? We can't really just say, "Oh yeah, just get off Instagram and you'll you'll be cool." You'll still suck. Like you'll still be a shitty person, like without social media, or a great person. I don't really know who I'm talking to, but I digress. Social media has become a place where people are becoming afraid to say things in a world where they were once free to explore and do whatever they want under complete anonymity. And now you have places like Reddit, or you can have burner accounts, or you can have Finsta's fake Instagrams, which the advent of those came about very like prominently when we were in high school, uh, Ian and I, and everyone had them. The guys had them, the girls had them. Everyone was posting pictures of them. Oh, this was a sick party. This is cool. And you kind of kept that like your Instagram, your public Instagram is for everyone. 
everyone wants to follow you get all the followers but then you have the subsection the finsta and it's more classified that's now they have the close friend stories on instagram mm -hmm. that was the original close friend story and uh those were like exclusive clubs to get into like if the popular girl didn't let you follow her finsta you're like well fuck <laughs> well what am i gonna do now it was like the first iteration of OnlyFans. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No, fences were literally just people being like, here's my ass <laughs> to my, like, you know, it, it's, I mean, the, the, the ad, like social media and these, these lives that are controlled by it. And I, we have like 45 more topics to get into. So I'm going to end it really quick here. Um, how about this? It's bad. <laughs> how about that? How would we just say that? It's it's bad. How about we we decided? Yeah, it's a, it's a big issue in the world right now. Thank you, listener, for prompting that. Um, next right. topic. Next topic. We're gonna be talking about the chicken wing shortage right now. Oh, there is a class action lawsuit for 181 million dollars right now, um, being put on to like Tyson and Purdue Farms, uh, not Purdue Pharma, who just got you know, called back by the Justice Department because the Sackler family was escaping um, any consequences for their their part of the destructive opioid epidemic that has ravaged America, ravaged lives close to you, close to me, close to everybody. Those people are fucked up. And now they're so rich off of selling people heroin that they can afford private militias to guard their little fucking mansions in Connecticut or Virginia or wherever. They, I think it's Connecticut. But yeah, fuck them. Um, so $181 million lawsuit right now. If you have bought chicken in the last, like since like 2008, um, and I think this is a reaction to the economic collapse and the housing market just going belly up. Um, fucking, you know, they just started overcharging for chicken. I don't know what the restrictions or what FDA rules there are and regulations, but they, they were apparently overcharging for chicken. So if you own a restaurant or if you eat at restaurants, or if you eat chicken every day, you have frozen, fresh, already prepared, that's for you. You can go on a website now, and you can sign up and, and be, become part of this class action lawsuit. And you can claim the chicken you bought, and you'll get restitution for it, whatever slice of life that these chicken companies have lost out. I mean, isn't that fucking sad? Don't, I mean, the biggest issue in the world right now could be the chicken shortage, the chicken wing shortage. I mean, we have Wingstop is now five stop. Rick yeah. Ross ate all the chicken wings at Wingstop, <laughs> and now he had to – isn't that, like, such a – don't you love how reality is speckled with little things that, like, could be not real? Like, the fact that Rick Ross owned a Wingstop, and they literally banned him from the restaurant because he wouldn't stop eating a bunch of free chicken. Like, they banned him from his own location. No. They're like, hey, you can't really do that anymore. He bought his son one, too. Does his son still have access to the one? Yeah, no, I bet I bet Rick Ross is in that motherfucker every day. He's like, you know my son owns this place, right? You know this is my son? Whatever my son says, go. I just watched um a documentary on Netflix about like uh the real Tony Soprano, James Galanti. Mm -hmm. He bought his 17-year-old son like a UHL hockey team. And they were awesome. They were the, the trashers, because mm -hmm. his dad ran a waste management business. Yeah. Like the biggest one in America at that time. And, uh, fucking, oh my God, it was amazing. Like he, they literally just gathered the toughest group of motherfuckers on earth and every single game they would go out on the ice and they would beat the fuck out of people. Like the living shit out of people. Like the, there was like this whole part of the documentary that was like one guy being like, yeah, this guy took out my back leg and I knew like 
it was going to be like my playing career might have been fucked. And then it cuts to his teammate, and he's like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I did what I did. And it cuts <laughs> to the ice, and this guy's beating the, like, on the ice, like, slamming a dude's head in the ground with his fist pounding on the other side. The fucking insane. See, if, see, people are fighting everywhere, and that's why I love hockey. You can still beat the fuck out of people. Uh, not the refs, though. The the James Galante guy, the mafia guy, he punched the ref in the face in that altercation. Isn't that fucking fun? Jesus the owner of the, I mean, the, the yeah, the owner of the team. I guess the son was the president. But, yeah, chicken shortage. Um, it's indicative of a failing of our supply chain system globally, of our consumption culture in America. Uh, chicken is one of the main reasons we are full of microplastics. The fact that we can find microplastics in our fetuses, um, because they're just feeding chickens literal, like old stale bread and bagels from bakeries. This is real. And feed happens to be one of the most expensive parts of the supply chain for, you know, chicken and, and stuff like that. And it's just not like now they're just eating the plastic. They get the plastic and then we get their plastic. It's a failing on all, all scales. This is the, the problem with large-stage capitalism, right, is when you have too many people doing the same thing for not enough money, you have a lack of accountability, and we've seen that in every aspect of United States government, uh, popular culture, media, even your friends. Even me. I'm living at my mom's house. I'm 22 years old. I'm, you know, but then again, I have to consider these things. The system has been fucked for so long that it's harder now to even pay rent at places. The poverty level went down when like half of America got a $1,400 check. These problems are easily fixable. They're just unregulated because the people that could be using money to better these practices are using it to better their yachts. That's just it. So yeah, don't boycott, boycott the bad chickens and eat the good ones. Exactly. That's my thought on that one. All right, hit me, hit me with the next one. All right, next topic. We're going to be talking about parenting. Yeah, no, skip. Skip. Uh, no. We're not doing parenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll skip, I'll skip over parenting in real life. Gotcha. If I ever have a child, I'll just be like, pause, rewind. Okay, you know what? Take the DVD out. We're not doing – I love yeah, how it's on the that. agenda and you said skip. I love Someone that. put parenting. Malcolm – I think my friend Malcolm put parenting. If there's something you're not telling me, Malcolm, I am here to help unless you actually are about to have a kid, in which case I am ghost. I am gone from your life. not saying I got Malcolm pregnant, but like <laughs> – I mean I didn't. And he would be upset if he heard this. He'd be like, what the fuck are you saying about me? You're assuming I'm having a kid, and then you're saying it's your kid that's inside of me, like a la Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas Malk. All right. All right, next topic. Parenting. Yeah, no, I don't know much about parenting. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of it. Um, no offense, Mom. I mean, you fucking, you did, we had a roof over our heads. Um, you did good. You did good. Yeah. All right, next next, next topic. topic. Uh, fast food workers on a drunk night out. Oh, that's fun. Because when you go out with your white friends to a fast food place late at night, you can see if they're actually racist by the way they interact. Because some people have that surface level where they're, like, cordial and nice. But when you're drunk and you don't give a fuck, like, I've, I've experienced this just firsthand. Like, my white friends would be like, oh, my God, you're the best. And then when they're drunk, they'd be like, yeah, number four and, and fries. And then they walk away and they turn around and they're just, like, putting their head down. Like, are you scared of someone about to serve you french fries? Like, it's, 
Yeah, no, they can make your night or they can break your night, and it all depends on who they are and who you are. Uh, usually, if you come into my restaurants when you're drunk, I'll throw something at you. The amount of times, and Ian can attest to this, I mean, I haven't actually thrown anything at a customer. I'm working in the kitchen. Uh, apparently, the face isn't pretty enough to serve people fucking $9 mojitos that are just water, ice, and mint. Hey, my mojitos are good. Yeah, I worked, with, I worked with other managers. <laughs> believe me. Um, and, you know... I like getting drunk at a restaurant. I don't like getting drunk before going to a restaurant. I got drunk before going to a restaurant yesterday. I was with some friends celebrating life. Uh, my friend Colton was like, yeah, I'm going on a weekend vacation to Tampa. I'm white trash. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man. And we, we had like mimosas in the morning. And then we went to a bottomless mimosa place. And then we had those there. And we ate. And we came back to like the apartment. We were going to go out again. And we were just like, dude. Um, we're just we're now we're just drunk in the middle of the day, so yeah, don't get drunk before the restaurant. Get drunk there, and then you'll have a, a way better time. Yep. That's a big issue in the world right now. People being drunk in restaurants before they get there. No, fast food workers making your night when you're drunk. <laughs> it's a real big issue in the world. Thanks to whoever put that one. That's a huge problem. Uh, next one. Please. All right, next topic: um, consensus on reality. Mm. That is a big issue in the world because no one has any idea what the fuck they're doing. Everyone in America has been peddled a different kind of drug or different cycles of drugs or 30 different kinds of things to cure your depression by the time you're 12. And, you know, we, we treat drugs differently over here than we do in other places. They're less criminalized elsewhere. Um, everybody on drugs has no idea what reality is. And everyone that's drunk has no idea what reality is. And children are so myopic, they don't even understand what the real world is, the horrors it can contain. Everybody's fucked up in their own way. I mean, you think about it. Christians. What? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this is like a religious-themed show, but it's it's for a reason, right? Like, fucking cults, man. The Mormons? Are you kidding me? Yeah, this guy found a Bible buried in underground, and then he just lost it. He found the Golden Bible, and then he like he lost it. And an angel came, and he was like, "This is what we have to do. We have to move west because they're killing all my friends." And then the the governor of Ohio at one point, when the Mormon Church was migrating west, he was literally like, "Yo, hey, 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 everybody in the state of Ohio, you can kill any Mormon you want." And that's a real thing. The, like, people people will discount it. Like, I fucking... Mormons, I think, are... It's a stupid ideology. I think most religions are not stupid, and I respect them. We respect religions here because we understand that there are differences of opinion, difference of realities, and this is where we're getting back to consensus on reality. None of us can ever reach a consensus on reality with the other because we have so many different experiences, so many different thought processes, so many different ways we intake information and we process information. Uh, one thing I will hear will go right out my ear and someone else will hear a sentence and write a book about it. You know, different things mean different things to different people because they are different. There will never be a consensus on reality. And that's what makes, you know, society so great is we get to share these thoughts and opinions and ideas. And we get to find out that Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Um, and we get to find out that Oprah is drinking children's blood cocktails. Like, that's great, right? No, we've broken beyond the point of any maintenance of, of the same track of thought. That's 100%. There's, that is a big issue in the world right now, though. 
they, I mean, the politicization of masks and vaccines, people are commenting. I'm seeing people being like, Germany's like, the Americans are the only ones that are fucking it. No, they're not. They're out in the streets in France. They have French Proud Boys. I was thinking of, how do you say Proud Boys um, in French? Garçon, garçon privé. I, I just said pride, but we, yeah. <laughs> so proud boy, they have those over there, and um, we will reach a consensus on polarization. There's only so far people can go. Right now, you know, the murders between those like civil war mongering antifas and the fucking proud boys and the yee, like the fucking that shit's resulting in like what two deaths a year, realistically. And one one cool video of a fight, and your team doesn't even win that fight. Like the the guys you're rooting for, you're like, damn, they're getting fucked up. Like I I carry that sentiment because I'm like I know Antifa's fighting for like I don't like Trump. Big surprise. I don't like a lot of things, and don't take this as a partisan thing. Trump is a stupid person. I'm sorry. He's just he, what you want me to pretend he's smart. You're gonna listen to this show and listen to me fucking talk. I'm, listen, I'm listing random topics in order and giving you relevant information that's legitimately real. And you want me to sit here and tell you Trump is smart. Fuck you. Okay. Um, you know, what do you expect from me? And I lost my point. But, you know, like those people in Proud Boys, like they support him. Antifa, they fucking, you know, they don't support Trump. And so it's kind of like, you know, Antifa has great sentiments where they want racial equality and you know, sexual equality, gender equality, um, all of that stuff. But then again, they they kind of, when you get into violence, like, you're no Malcolm X star or whatever your fucking name is fighting in the middle of Portland. Like, you're not Malcolm X. That's not, that time has come and passed. And if you were Malcolm X, you'd be dead a lot quicker and a lot, like, it would be done way easier. They would just, like, take away your insulin from you or, like, raise the price of insulin. And that's how you would die. You know, so it's really consensus on reality. That is a big issue in the world. And just like you, listener, just like you, Ian, just like anyone else in the world, I wish that everyone could see it the way I saw it. That'll never happen. Um, we're fucking doomed. Yeah, next topic, please. Next topic. We'll be talking about rushing, I guess. Everybody keeps rushing. Oh, everyone keeps rushing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what, for either, I think 40% of this generation is not even considering having kids because of the world. Uh, 60% of our generation think we are inherently doomed because of climate change, which, let's not think about it. We are. You can look at facts. And that's not like a dichotomous, you know, political view. That's literally what we've done. Democrats and Republicans alike. You don't have to politicize it. It's fucking, it's right there. Portland's on fire. What are we going to do? We got to save all the bookshops. Pause it for a sec. There's someone at the... And we're back. Sorry about that. We had to take a little baby bark break for my sweet little baby dog, Little Miss Lily. And probably, presumably, the Amazon door person who also probably was dripping with piss when they delivered our package. Um, so, yeah, the topic is everybody's rushing. And we're not talking about frats because they've been canceled. They've been kicked off campus. So has our valuation of life so has you know the morals of the average everyday human morals in terms of not you know 
be a good person, but in traditional values, um, in the family life, everybody's rushing to reach a goal because they see, like we brought up in the first topic, these social media controlled lives. Everyone's living their best lives on social media, which kind of concerns me because if my best life is a reflection of my social media, I'm, I'm fucked. But, but like, you know, people are rushing. And I think the person who sent this question in is also, you know, rushing. I'm rushing. Everyone's rushing. We all have somewhere to be, something to do, but we have no idea how to achieve it. So we just hang out all day and we wait until the last minute and we procrastinate to get it done. Rushing is synonymous with that rabbit from Alice in Wonderland who was late for something, a tea party, I presume, with the Mad Hatter. Everyone's rushing. Guess what? You're just going to have tea with the Mad Hatter. I don't even know what that's an analogy for. But, like, we can take a break. The thing the thing that has been hoisted on our generation, Gen Z or whatever you want to call it, millennials, the thing, the, the gravity of saving the planet has been thrust into our hands before we can even fully develop our brains. Some of us before we're allowed to have alcohol. And that's a lot to handle. Everyone in their bed at nights is thinking maybe, oh, am I going to be the one to save the world? You're not. The world's not going to be saved. Not by us, at least. It'll have to take someone holding Elon Musk hostage in a Tesla factory to, to get those human androids to stop stealing all our fucking jobs. Isn't that crazy? People used to be mad about, like, they took our jam, like the South Park thing. Now it's going to be actual robots taking our jobs. What the fuck is that? I'm going to beat the, I can't beat the fuck out of a robot. They're made of metal. You can't get mad. You can't be racist to a robot. <clears throat> but, you know, like you can't be like, you took my job. All the illegal robots are coming. Like, no, like it, it, it's it's weird. It's weird that we're going to have a society of people who aren't feeling disenfranchised soon enough by anything other than cold, heartless algorithms. Um, so, yeah, no need to rush. Take your time. Invest in yourself. Learn about yourself. Learn about others. Meet as many people as you can. Um, I mean, oftentimes you'll be stuck in a conversation with a boring person. You'll meet someone who has views entirely opposite to you, and you will think they are the dumbest, stupidest person in the world. And that's okay. People don't want to judge. You are allowed to have judgment as long as you maintain the reality that your judgment is skewed entirely to your liking and to no one else's. And there is something that you can learn from every single person on this earth, whether they're mute, they can't talk, they can't move. You meet the people around them. They, you know, have a disability. There's people from different backgrounds, uh, class-wise, ethnicities, there's always something you can learn, even if it's as simple as an interaction just saying hi or holding the door open from someone. And you can say, maybe that person had a bad day, or it looks like, hey, that person's having a good day. Maybe I could have a good day too. And if you just maintain that genuine sense of whimsy and curiosity and you find what you love, and I know it's hard to find what you love when we're all, you know, being put into this corporate milieu of just like, Wake up, go to work five days a week, fucking come home, watch an episode of The Wire, Friday hits, get drunk with all your work buddies, just fucking blow the fuck down. Like, you know, everyone, it, it, it's, it's really, take your time, you don't have to rush, everybody is rushing, I guarantee I'll be rushing after this, I guarantee I'll be 
tying my shoes up and lacing and rushing to post this, rushing to do stand-up tonight, rushing to do a lot of things. But it's things that I love. And it's things that I want to do personally before, you know, I have to clock out. And that could be tonight. It could be right now. It wasn't. And I'm thankful for that. Not in a way of like some higher power, some deity. Not in a way where it's like I have purpose to give to the world and I have to share something with the world. You don't have to share something with the world. You have the world to share with yourself. And you know what? I honor the fact that you live in a great country. I'm assuming my Tasmanian followers have, have fallen off at this point. Uh, we're not getting many streams in, in Tasmania. Our Antigua numbers are down. But I'm I'm assuming I'm speaking to Americans. Um, is that racist? I don't know. It's <laughs> nationalistic. It's prideful. It's I'm full of pride. Isn't it funny how like gay people co-opted pride from like <laughs> from people that really like hated 9/11? My <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, take your time and slow down because you don't know. Anything that's going to happen ever, except for if you're enjoying what you're doing now. And I'm sure I will submit to a corporate job and have to wipe all these episodes off the face of the earth. I'm sure one day I will have to give up my dreams of being a comedian because I fucking, you know, am poor. Something like that. Maybe not, though. Right now, I'm doing something about it. And I'm not rushing. I'm taking my sweet fucking time. There's like 40 topics left. This is going to be the longest episode of the podcast <laughs> by far. Take your time. People always do the, the tortoise and the hare analogy, but they also don't, you know, think about, hey, even when the tortoise, you know, even if this tortoise loses the race, it's still got its own little shell that it can hang out in, like its own little personal room. And the rabbit's just addicted to carrots. You stop, you stop shoving needles in that rabbit in his little rabbit leg full of carrot juice. He's not going to run as fast. He doesn't need to rush either. All right, Ian. <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. Next topic. All right. We're going to do celebrity meals at McDonald's. Celebrity meals at McDonald's? Mmm. I'm chewing ice. This is the Andy Liston meal. It's just a piece of ice from a cup. Um... The celebrity meals at McDonald's. Well, they have a they have one at Burger King now too. I saw that for the Nelly meal. For the Nelly, and there's one uh, like the Bryce Hall meal or something. One of the one of those TikTok guys. Bryce Hall meal. We just get fucking fed a bunch of punches <laughs> from Austin McBroom, who's like a groomer pedophile to his, you know, on his YouTube channel, and he bankrupted a bunch of TikTokers, tricked them and conned them into getting their asses kicked on a stream that nobody fucking watched legitimately, and we all just pirated it like off Reddit. Oh, my favorite. They have like the, they're calling it like the Cornell Haynes Jr. meal at Burger King instead of the Nelly meal. No one knows who Cornell Haynes. I are they really calling it that? Yeah. The Cornell Haynes Jr. meal. Nelly's not that relevant, first of all. Yeah. That just tells you more so than anything, not that Burger King execs are fans of Nelly, but that he's their their best get right now. They can't afford anyone higher than Nelly, and they can't even afford Nelly's name. They got his legit government name. Cornell Haynes Jr.? What the... Who is that? Is that a guy that led an invasion in Afghanistan? That sounds like a military general. Cornell Haynes Jr. He sounds like a civil rights activist. What are you doing? Cornell Haynes Jr. meal at Burger King. And it's literally just like 
19 chicken nuggets and like four whoppers and they're like this costs a dollar fifty um but yeah the travis scott meal the J Balvin meal, the Sweetie meal. People always talk about the shit that Sweetie the eats. Sweetie meal. <laughs> They're like, bro, Sweetie's farts must fucking reek. <laughs> Newsflash, all farts reek. None of them smell good. Like people are like, bro, those shits must be. It's shit. It's poop. Like they're all bad. Dude, those must be fucking wit. <laughs> Go to Thanksgiving and tell me you can't compare that to anyone else on earth. In their worst hour, in their eleventh hour on the toilet. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just a money ploy. It's just corporations teaming up with people that are selling bad fucking seltzers. That cacti seltzer from Travis Scott, I had one yesterday. I literally almost blew up the building I was in. Not not the toilet. The building. The building. It, was, it pisses me off. Like, make something better than Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight. And then we'll get back to, okay, I'll eat a Whopper with, like, pickles and bacon on it. And, like, the Travis Scott meal. It's, oh, it's it's not a Whopper. It's a... It's a, it's a, it's a quarter pounder. pounder. Yeah. He's like, yo, try the Travis Scott meal. We're doing a bunch of a new stuff. Put bacon on a fucking... On a fucking quarter pounder. And now there's... And we'll give you barbecue sauce. Like, they don't... The only, the only thing that McDonald's did with the Travis Scott meal is they took a quarter pounder meal. And then they said, you can't choose your sauce. Like, that's the only thing it was. Uh, sorry, we got to move through these a little bit quicker. My bad. All right, next topic. It's similar to the last one. Mm. Celebrity worship. Love thy neighbor, worship thy celebrity. Um, celebrities are like the new kings, the new gods. People are probably not going to get vaxxed because Nicki Minaj isn't vaxxed. That's a reality of life. Oh, God. Um, I mean, you should, I mean, any rational person would be like, yeah, you should not worship these people. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, Kim Kardashian, everyone's like, Kim, be a lawyer, you're girl bossing. She's failed the entrance exam to, to like, take the bar. Twice. Like, it, in California, you don't have to go to law school to be a lawyer. You have to pass a prereq test, which basically quantifies to the same as, like, oh, I've had, a, like, a year and a half of law school. She's failed that twice. She has no law school. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she has, like, attorneys and stuff, like, helping her, like, professors, yeah. like, tutors. I'm sure she has all the resources. She could go to law school. Yeah, definitely. She fucking wanted to. But she doesn't because she, again, has no real ambition to be a lawyer. She got one woman out of jail one time and shook hands with Donald Trump. And now she thinks she's, like, Harriet Tubman. Like, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. So, I mean, don't worship celebrities. Worship me. I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a dude. Think about it. <laughs> All right. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> so this one just says your mom. Well, fuck you. All right. Next topic. <laughs> next topic. TikTok boxing. I guess we kind of. We already did that. Yeah. We already did we it. We did that. Next topic. Um, Catan strategies. I, I definitely know who asked this question. It's Ooh. hilarious. Probably Jimmy, right? Emma. Emma did? <laughs> yeah. This is my sister who's played Catan like twice, and she's only putting this because she played me and Ian like once, and our friend Ben, who's pretty good. And uh, she won because we're all just focusing on each other. She's a Sigma female. <laughs> all right. Next topic. Next topic. Let's see. Let's see. If you're a woman and you're playing Catan, just pit the men against each other. That's all I'm saying. That's a great strategy. Um, more important, space on ocean exploration. Well, Mars kind of fucking sucks. Can't breathe on Mars, but 
There's also no oceans or life. So we don't really need to explore shit. We got telescopes. We can send rovers out. 90% of the ocean is like unexplored, which is wild to me. And it's that percentage, isn't that sad that, by the way, like in 20 years, we're going to be like 93% of the ocean is unexplored. Yeah. Old Florida hasn't been like, <laughs> like you're going to have so much ocean to explore. Like think about that's the positive side. We're going to get like more oceans and stuff to swim in or drown. They're going to be like bubbling oceans, like literal, like steaming hot boiling oceans and that's how some people are going to die that are alive on earth right now that will never listen to this episode probably won't speak in lick of english they're saying 200 million um people in developing countries will be dead by climate change by 2040 or 2027 i'm not sure um exactly what i'm citing but when i say that you know i'm being for real um and that's sad so yeah Let's explore the ocean. Let's go for a deep dive. Let's get scuba started. All right. Next, next topic. topic. <laughs> BBLs. BBLs? I'm excited, I think I'm excited to hear this one. Everybody should get a BBL. Um, everyone deserves to lay on their stomach for six months and be in pain. You know? It's the stupidest concept. You just stand there and your friend's like, is Sharon gaining weight? <laughs> and you and like, someone's like, yeah, no. Like, she's getting a BBL, though, so it's okay. You're like, okay, thank God. Good Christ, because holy shit. Like, no, yeah, but, like, her ass is going to be so fat. She's going to be... It, that's Is she doing... No, she's going to fucking Romania. She's going to Romania, and instead of sitting down back on that nine-hour flight, she's going to have to lay in the aisle between the extra space seats, you know, where they have, like, where you sit there, and they're like, hey, you know how, like... Flight attendants don't really do much, but just be bad bartenders and give you snacks. What if you did the job of someone who should be paid by the airline and opened up this emergency exit door, have all this responsibility and pressure for no reason? No one cares if you have flight anxiety. That's another thing. I should have more flight anxiety. I fucking love flying. Maybe I just have a death wish. The fact that we can fly. Oh, it's awesome. What the fuck? Like, in, like in general, like, shout out to the Wright brothers. That, that was some crazy shit that they did with the whole, with the planes. Nuts. Yeah. First in flight, North Carolina. What a terrible fucking slogan for a state. Um, so, yeah, BBLs. Go. Are your shits going to be bigger because your ass is bigger? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. If you have a BBL, reach out to the show and let us know if the quantity is, if it's a bigger shit. Or, if, do, I don't know. I don't know, okay? I'm not used to going this long. Um, how about next, next topic. topic? There we go. Uh, nicotine fiends. These are your friends that their parents don't pay enough attention to them. And they just start getting really into jeweling. And they bring the jewel to school. And they take Snapchat videos. Of, look, at the, this, look at the jewel I have. Don't vape. It's stupid. You're putting metal into your lungs. Um, do something cool like smoke cigarettes. Like, that looks way cooler than vaping. You know how much of a pussy you look like when you're vaping? <laughs> I'll be standing outside of, like, a coffee house, and there's a bunch of comedians smoking cigarettes, and then, like, there's one kid there, and he's fucking vaping. And I'm just looking at him, like, God, you are not going to make it. Uh, but, yeah. All right. Uh, next next topic. topic. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos' taint. Well, see, that's specific. That is an issue in the world right now. I would say it's 
an issue that's part of a whole. Jeff Bezos is one of the biggest issues in the world right now. Uh, that bald-headed fucking freak. He's fucking... He's a weirdo. I bet his taint's been licked mercilessly. That guy has weird fuck you money. God. That guy has weird fuck you money. Um, not the biggest issue, but, you know... It's more about him and not about his taint, but... Yeah. I mean, his taint's probably been, like, touched by the devil at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, how about next topic? Next topic. Girls dress the same. They do. All right, next topic. A <laughs> uh, bussy? Bussy? Bussy. That's butt pussy. Booty dick and pussy? No, that's badussy. Okay, just bussy. She said, man, why I smell like badussy? Booty dick and pussy. I just did the dance along with that. If you guys are familiar with the TikTok dance. Bussy is uh, butt pussy, I believe. Oh, no. There was a more popular phrase that I enjoyed by a comedian. He called it an ass pussy. Which is just funny because, I mean, when you're referring to a pussy, you're just saying, hey, this butt is now a pussy. It's a big issue with me. That's yeah. the one. Of, I don't know what the rest of the world. I have an issue with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. Gotcha. Socialism. Socialism. Oh, is this socialism and authoritarianism? Yeah. This was brought to me by a guy who blocked me after I questioned um, him going on his Snapchat story. And saying like, oh, the Muslim Antifa people are starting the fires in Portland. And he, tw- he, he treated that piece of information like a verifiable fact. Don't ever come to me talking about socialism and authoritarianism. Don't ever, ever. This entire show is about this. How about you listen to another episode? All right. Don't come to me saying that's the biggest issue in the world. You literally think that Muslim Antifa are setting Portland on fire. What? No. Like, that's... There was... They found one guy who said, like, the, the Caldera fire. Um, he was, like, an old eco-science teacher. I don't think he was Muslim, and I don't think he was Antifa. I think he was just a pissed-off white guy. He shares a lot of the same traits with the person who put this thing in, who who, 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 who go to this subject in the first place. If you're listening to this, I wish you the best. I love you as a human. You believe some absolutely insane shit. Like, some crazy shit. Um, but then again, we all do to some extent. And we all believe something crazy to someone else. So I'm not knocking you for it. I'm just, uh, seem a little bit defensive blocking me on Snapchat when you just fucking, like, put out that. You put that out there. And then you're like, I just, and then, then the, the guy was like, I was like, you should just do some more research and maybe, like, readjust where you get your information from. Maybe do some critical thinking and put the pieces together yourself if you can't. And he was like, sorry for caring about my country. You're doing the opposite of caring about your country by doing that shit. You fucking, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense. You're fucking, like, that's the opposite of caring about your country. The same way that, like, invading Iraq was the opposite of caring about your country. And somehow people cared about our country so much for doing that that they canceled the Dixie Chicks. And now they're just the chicks. All right, next topic. <laughs> Prices at Publix. Prices at Publix. They're going up. Same with every other price in the world. Inflation's going to eat us all alive. Next topic. And our last topic of oh, the day. Shit. Here we are. Climate change. Fuck. Okay. Well, I think I've done nine episodes about climate change. It is the biggest issue in the world right now. How can we have a race war 
when each when half of all the races are depleted? How are we going to have a civil war when we don't even have land to fight on? These problems are so minuscule when you think about how the earth is going, like, is on track. And I'm not saying this is definite because I can't look into the future. I'm not saying this is like, you know, some crazy cooped up. 97% of scientists, the last time I checked, were like, this is a verifiable thing. And I bet with the ICCP report, there's more. It's so minuscule, all the problems and the intricacies of humanity that we share and the gripes that we hold. When you realize the 7 billion people, imagine you twice. Imagine you had a clone. Now he's your best friend. Imagine you had 7 billion clones. And they're all the same as you in terms of value of life, in terms of purpose, which in my eyes are none. We're just here to have a good time and hang out. We're just hanging out. And we've hung out so fucking hard. We've chilled so hard on Earth that we've started to warm it. The science is there. This is not a political issue. Whatever fucking you're mad about, fucking white veganism, which I talked about last, like it's, you know, it's bad. That'll be, yeah, it's also bad. Um, anything else? No more topics. That's, wow. <laughs> well, I think we solved every problem on Earth today. I think we fixed the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if I walked outside and nobody had a mask on. Oh, it's Florida. Um, and, like, nobody was doing that. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I'd be, you know, that's, that'd be ideal. But it won't be. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope this was a good show. I hope I answered your thoughts and prayers accordingly. Um Appreciate the listen if you got this far. If you didn't, yeah, I said some pretty heinous shit. Um, but yeah, thank you. At in between gods on Instagram, at Andy Listen on Instagram and Twitter. Ian, you have anything to add? No, I don't. Beautiful. Uh, thank you guys. Goodbye. <laughs>